So there's three F's, three F's to 2023 that I've kind of, not kind of, but I have learned from interacting with people, especially recently, that I think I think are key for all of us as we go into whatever the buzz phrase is now, a changing economy, a, I don't know, there's like eight different terms for potential recession, but here they go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm doing a solo episode today. I've done a few of these in the past. If you're a loyal, longtime listener, I appreciate you. Uh, You may have heard me do recaps on events or whatever it might be. But today I want to talk about the three F's. So F'ing up 2023. How can you do it? I got three F's. And this isn't This isn't necessarily uh, my own wisdom. I mean, I insert some in there, but these are some deep reflections I've done as we're coming to the end of 2022, going into 2023, based on the incredible people I get to surround myself with on this podcast and GoBundance, just in life in general. I've gotten, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but like tea leaves, little clues that keep leading to the same conclusion. And I've distilled those down to three things that I think for me, I'm focusing on, I'm doing in 2023. And I want to give all of those to you. As a reminder, please go to GoBundance.com, fill out an application for any level of membership. Uh, and we will absolutely make sure that you, uh, you have, there's a community for you. And more importantly at this point, honestly, is we really want to grow this podcast. Well, we, I, I want to grow this podcast. And if you've gotten value from this podcast, if it's something that you listen to even every so often and you enjoy it or whatever, man, I'd really, really appreciate it. If you jump onto to, uh, Apple Podcasts or to Spotify, especially Apple Podcasts, because we get most of our listeners there and go ahead and drop a rating, drop a review. It takes, it takes literally a minute. I'd appreciate that. If you're on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and follow GoBundance, even my own channel, Jamie Gruber, uh, either one or both actually would be, would be great. But if you can give us a rating and review, it would really, really help us grow the reach of the podcast as we scale up guests and amazing things we want to do in 2023. Now, let's talk about 2023 and how to F it up, if you will. So there's three F's, three F's to 2023 that I've kind of, not kind of, but I have learned from interacting with people, especially recently, that I think, I think are key for all of us as we go into whatever the buzz phrase is now, a changing economy, a, I don't know, there's like eight different terms for potential recession, but here they go. So the first one, the first F to making sure that you thrive in 2023 is focus. Now, Easy word. I want to break this down a little bit so you understand where I'm coming from when I say focus. I had a conversation with my pod recently, and we talked in that, in that uh, pod meeting about getting clear on priorities and even uh, referenced a video from Benjamin Hardy, who I love his books, Who Not How, Gap in the Gain, all of these books, talking about uh, if you have more than three priorities, then you have no priorities. So one of the guys sent me his priorities and and they were very overarching. They were wealth, they were health, they were relationships, which are great. Those are great priorities. But as you think about that level of priority, it's like, wow, okay, but anything fits. I could do anything in a year and I do a lot of different things I feel like, but I could do anything in a year and justify it as building my wealth, building my health or building my relationships. So how do you distill that down and get that down to a more granular level to make sure that you're focused on the right thing? And by the way, if you listen to what Benjamin Hardy says about three priorities, he's really saying like, that's the max should be one. And when I say priority and when I hear priority, what I'm getting is that's more like how granular can you get down to a level of focus? I interviewed a guy named Eben Britton. By the time this comes out, I believe his podcast episode will come out. Deep thinker, former NFL player. I mean, introspective as hell. Like he's, he's gone through so much in his life and he's just, he's, he's, he's really good at, at, at 
putting that wisdom out there. And he was talking about how he was 98% action and 2% rest. And now he's 40% action and 60% rest. And the difference in that, and go back and listen to that episode, is that before, when he was in action, his attention and his focus was always diverted. For him, it was, he goes and teaches a yoga class, and then he goes and records a podcast, and then he writes some of his book, and then he goes, he's, he's diverting all of his attention everywhere, so he's gotta be constantly in action. Whereas when he finally distilled down his energy to one thing, to one focus area, and he, he stopped doing the podcast, his podcast for a while, he stopped putting out content, he stopped uh, going on podcast interviews, he stopped doing a lot of things and really boiled it down to his passion around yoga and, and meditation and deep work in that regard. When he got just to that, it's like he could spend 40% of his time, his waking hours on just that and get way more out of it because it's concentrated focus, it's concentrated energy, and he's got 60% of his time to do the things that all of this effort and action is for, time with family or whatever it might be. That was really, really interesting to me. So those were a couple of data points, a couple of conversation points I had with people about distilling focus and getting it down. In addition to that, I'm prepping for Jesse Itzler. Jesse Itzler speaking at, a, at an Austin event. Again, this might come out right before or right after Jesse uh, Itzler is interviewed in Austin, and I'm, I'm the guy doing it. I'll be on stage with him doing the interview, and, uh, and it'll be exclusive. It will not be a podcast episode. So if you're a champion and at that event, you get it. If not, you don't see it. That's just the way it, that's just the way it works. But I'm, I'm honored to be on stage with him, and I've been researching the hell out of him right now, reading books, listening to podcasts and everything. And something he talked about was year-defining decisions, year-defining decisions. He said, if I think back on last Tuesday, and many of you could relate to this, I'm sure, I don't know what I did. I'd have to go look at my calendar, like what, what happened last Tuesday. But I can remember distinctly like that one decision that I made six months ago, a year, two, three years ago, that defined the year. Uh, just cause I'm on one, like starting the podcast, writing the book, uh, you know, starting the business, quitting the job, whatever it might be. I can think of that one year defining instance. If I go back and it's memorable and it's, and it's all of that. And I took that a step further after listening and thinking like, wow, that's always in reaction though. Like you hearken back to, oh man, thinking bad about it. Now that was a year defining decision. Well, why not hack that? Why not say, well, if I know that's going to be the case, why not then get out in front of it and say, what is the year defining decision that I'm going to make for myself in 2023, in 2024, in whatever, or even if it's midway through a year when you're listening to this in the next 12 months, what's a year defining decision? Are you going to quit your job? Are you going to start your business? Are you going to buy that other business and, and bolt it onto your existing? Are you going to double your real estate portfolio? Are you going to expand to a new market? Are you going to go for 100 units versus 50? What is it going to be? What is, what is your year-defining decision going to be? Hack that. But again, it's one thing. Focus. So to crush 2023, what I'm working on, and I guess I'm encouraging all of you to think about, as I listen to these high performers get on podcasts with me, and even when I go around and go bundles, I think about what David Osborne and Mike McCarthy and uh, Jake Harris, Jake Harris and I have talked recently about, you know, he's got a singular focus around his brand, as do I, but he's distilled it down even further. I could say brand, I want to grow my brand in 2023. Cool. Well, I can justify going to speak at an eight-person RIA meeting and uh, get on stage with Jesse. I can justify anything because, oh, it all builds my brand. It's all great for my brand. But for me, it's got to be low, like, like down deeper than that. Like what exactly am I looking to accomplish within my brand and let that be my singular focus. So for me, as I think about this and don't hold me to it, cause I'm still developing it and just thinking right now, I'm, 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 I'm 
not a short form video guy and I love content creation, but I, as you can tell, am not uh, succinct. <laughs> Brevity is not a skill of mine. I'm much more of a long form video guy. YouTube I see is the future. And for me, getting to 100,000 YouTube subscribers, for instance, in 2023, like that's a focus. Now the decisions I'd make with my time either do or don't align with that. That feels pretty good about being distilled. And maybe I'm still not as far, far down as I need to be. And what I've given myself permission on, and I would encourage all of you as you think about, wow, oh my God, getting down to one thing, what could it be? Is make a decision. And then as you go along, you may decide that, well, I didn't go deep enough. Three months in, I, gotta, I actually have to level this down further. Or I went too granular and I got to step it up a little bit, whatever it might be. But make the decision on what you're going to focus on. That's what I plan to do. And then see what happens. So ready, fire, aim. That's my mantra. Ready, fire, aim. I was just on with Camille Morris, a long time ago, abundance member. And he's like, yeah, man, I just say yes. And then I figure shit out. And that's what Jesse Itzler did in, in buying or starting Marquee Jet and selling it. And uh, there was a coconut water something that he sold to Coca-Cola, right? Like all these things that he did were just like, fuck it, let's go. So focus and don't overthink what you're focusing on, but, but choose something, your year-defining moment and roll forward. That's the first way to F up 2023. Don't you like that? I think that's cool, by the way. I'd love to hear it in the comments. Like F up 2023, good marketing or just fucking eye roll? Let me know. <laughs> The second thing that I wrote down that I wrote down is uh, the F is fearlessness. Changing economy, recession, economic turmoil, blood in the streets, all this shit. You hear all this language going into this new year about how bad it's going to be, how much pain there's going to be. And in the influencer space, the Gary V's, the Patrick Bet Davids, all these folks, they're amazing. But they're also going to hook on to trending, right? So what's trending right now? What gets eyes on them? What get eyes on, eyes on people? What are people searching for? They're looking for recession, economic bottom, great resignation, uh, you know, meltdown, whatever. All these different terms. That's what they're looking for. So, so the, 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 and I, I'm guilty. I talk about it a little bit as well, but I'm trying to be the opposite way. Fearlessness, right? So rather than focusing on the influencer class going after you about like save your money, you know, hunker down, close the windows, sell everything you don't need, which is not, look, it's always good to be financially smart with your money and to be somewhat conservative and all of that stuff for sure. I'm not, I'm not saying, ah, throw caution in the wind, fuck it, it'll be fine. But at the same time, I would, I would implore you to be fearless. And my way of being fearless, the tactic and what I do, I've always done this, is I flip the percentage. And I never, I, it's funny, when you're younger, I'm in my 40s now, so maybe a little bit more confident in my, in my opinion. But when I was younger, I remember like 08, when 08 happened, and hearing like, man, there's 10% unemployment. 10%. And everyone was like, holy fuck, 10%. And it was just bad. The news, everybody, 10%. A terrible time. And there were people that suffered and struggled. I know many of them in 08 and many of them have come back higher highs than they've ever had before. But I understand that that time wasn't easy for a lot of people. But when I hear 10% unemployed, for some reason, my mind goes to, wait, wait, doesn't that mean 90% were employed? And like I was employed at that time and I remember, yeah, I remember hearing statistics and all this stuff about things, but like, I don't know, life just kind of happened. It, it, it went, it, it, it went, it went along. No problem. The other one, the other stat I heard was, I think we hit like 3% foreclosures in, in 2008 or 2009. Like that was the, you know, nationally, some markets were much higher. Some markets hit 12, 15%, but 
it was like 3% national, nationally uh, uh, foreclosure rate. And again, I'm thinking like, so 97% of people didn't foreclose, right? So like, I don't know, flip the, flip the percentage a little bit. And I remember in 06 or 07, like the power of how media influences us being like completely confronting me. And this was because I went to the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans where Jamarcus Russell and Brady Quinn played, LSU and Notre Dame. And I went there right after Katrina. And Katrina had catastrophic effects for portions of New Orleans. But if you watch the new news media, like I didn't know what I, I'm like, are we going to be able to land? Like, where am I landing? New Orleans isn't there. I've seen the news. It's terrible. It's all gone. Joking, of course. I, I just thought like, OK, are we going to a shell of a city to watch a game in one thing that they've revived the stadium just because they make money off the Sugar Bowl? The city was fine. Portions of the city devastated, life changing, terrible, terrible circumstances for many people. Doesn't dismiss that. But the point is, when you think about the news cycle and the media and all that you hear, even uh, there's so many different examples of this, you're only going to hear the absolute catastrophic sensationalistic shit and you're not going to hear like oh but over there everything else is fine and everybody else is thriving and all this stuff is going well 90 percent employed is not the it's not a headline 10 percent unemployment is a headline and it makes it feel like everything's falling apart so i would say as you're going into 2023 and you hear others around you the news whatever it might be and people say oh, i don't listen to the news it, it's you google anything it's omnipresent people at work people friends family whatever you're going to hear this stuff Think about it the other way. It's not that, yeah, you know, uh, COVID, again, a tragic, tragic thing. Like, it's like less than 1% of the world's population, like way less, I think, died, right? And, and there were people that struggled and still do to this day, completely get it. But even that is a very small percentage of the entire population. So go into this fearlessly, understanding that in the past, anything that happens gets sensationalized and blown up. The percentages feel like it's the whole. In fact, I saw a stat on COVID and they did like a Democrat Republican thing, which was interesting. But I want to say like one of the two, I forget, maybe it was Democrats, maybe it was Republicans. I, I don't remember. And, and you can drop it in the comments if you remember or, or saw this, but we're asked like how, what percentage of people with COVID were hospitalized? And they came up with like 50% as their guess. And it was like, less than one or like maybe it was one percent like 50 percent why did they think that because the news makes the one percent feel like it's everybody so anyway go into 2023 if you want to thrive the second f to f off 2023 is fearlessness flip the percentages look at it from the the, the positive side not the negative and i'm not saying be rosy and don't worry and don't not don't don't worry but don't uh prepare and be smart and all of that i mean for those trolls that want to say that in, in the comments below, go for it. But what I am saying is you can look at things from a much different perspective than what's being projected uh, to you. That's number two. Number three, my third F, the way to F off 2023. And this one, again, this has come up again and again. Daniel Perez I had on the podcast. Uh, Camille Morris. These are, these are guys that are GoBundance champion level, been around for a long time. Um, uh, talking to Evan Britton, talking to you know a bunch of different folks that have, that have done really big things. The third F is friends. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you hanging with in 2023 or even now for that matter? Here's one thing I've seen is at the, at the in GoBundance, because I talked to a lot of people that want to join, the champion level guys, the ones that are, you know, five, 10, $20 million in net worth or more, they are right now looking at the opportunity to join a GoBundance or other masterminds, whatever. But they're looking at like, okay, it's about to get crazy out there. I need to get closer and more, more uh, focused, more 
distilled, concentrated on who I surround myself with. Like, because the noise is going to be, it's going to be much more, it's already is, it's already at a, you know, reaching a crescendo and I'm sure it's going to go even higher inflation and all these different things. I got to get my brain and my being around other people who are thinking past whatever the turmoil might be in 2023. So they're investing guys that are in that, you know, like one, two, $3 million range, they, you know, more starting out as entrepreneurs or starting out in their, in their wealth journey. They're more inclined to say like, I can't part with 10 grand right now because I need to hold on to that in case my, my life blows up. And if that's all you got, I completely get that. But right now, whether it's GoBundance, which of course I'm going to recommend. If you're not at GoBundance level, I, we have Emerge Supercharge relaunching in 2023. You can get into Emerge Supercharge for 1,500 bucks for eight weeks. You can be part of it. You can see the whole thing. And if you want to stay, we'll talk to you about that at, at that at, about it at that point. But for 1,500 bucks, you can get at least exposed to an incredible group of people who are driving toward their best versions of themselves and are not wanting to be surrounded by this network of people that are only gonna be negative and the news is gonna infiltrate them because they don't watch it through the people they're surrounding themselves with and W2 folks and all that stuff. This is an opportunity for a lot of people to find the right network for them. And there are a lot of great masterminds out there. I think GoBundance is the best. And I think what we built with Supercharge, Immerse Supercharge, is the best way for you to get around people that are going to serve the version of you that you are to become that aren't remembering back on the version of you that you always were. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are your friends? That's the third key to thriving in 2023. It's, it's so easy to join and pay for a community, a mastermind, a course, or whatever it might be, when it feels like everything's popping because you're like, oh, it's all going good. I got some extra cash to burn here. Like no biggie. There's more where that came from. Then you feel like, I don't know if there's more that where that came from. And you withdraw from the, probably the most important investment you can make besides your family and your health your friend group and who you surround yourself with. That was a question I had for Camille. I said, okay, look, if I lost everything, I said, coach me on this because you're way ahead of me financially. If I lost it all, everything I've done, everything. And I've, I've moved to the Dominican Republic. I've, I've quit my job. I built the business. I'm doing all these things, right? Like I need to focus, like I said, but if I lost everything, the one thing, if I had, you know, five grand or 10 grand or 15 grand left, the one thing I would do with that money is I would invest in my friend network. I said, coach me. Am I thinking about that the wrong way? And he goes, no, every decision I have had to make in my ascension, and he's on a, on a, on a major growth path right now has come as a result of connection with a network. And he, for him again, is GoBundance. So if you're going into 2023, shying away from investing in you, investing in who you surround yourself with, that is what 99% do. The 1%, these 10, 20, 30, $50 million people, now they're flocking. They're, they're coming to find the community. So I always say do what the 1% do. Zig when, when everyone else is zagging. And you know, dry powder is a, a good to have, but you need to, you need to, when you look at how you're gonna invest, 10,000 is not gonna make the difference, or 15 or 20, between you making millions and millions of dollars and you not once this cycle turns and there's opportunity to buy property or businesses or whatever. Because when you invest in the right network, that 10 or $20,000 exponentially returns itself. So those are my three Fs. Focus, fearlessness, and friends. You do all three of those, you get all three of those right. This is how I'm taking it in 2023. And you can thrive regardless of what the news cycle says or, or what the reality will be for a lot of people. I, I already know that there's, 
that there's, you know, we're ticking up in foreclosures. There's some commercial assets that are coming up against terms and sellers are having to get out of them. We, we just, we, we acquired one with quantum. So I know that that happens. And again, think about that. We acquired one with quantum. Quantum is a relationship I have because of my investment in me. So that third one, my friend. So I'm doubling and tripling down on friends. In fact, I just invested over $50,000 in a very key friend that's going to help me grow my business because he's the best at it. And in order for me to grow in the, in the education space and offer the most value to the most people, I wanted to bring in the best guy I possibly could uh, in order to get me there. So big investment going into the headwinds of potentially a changing economy. So that's my talk to all of you. Once again, GoBundance.com, sign up there. If you're looking at Emerge Supercharge, which is the relaunch of Emerge and Ascend, EmergeSupercharge.com. Man, we're doing incredible things with that community. It's, it's white glove concierge. GoBundance is the same. You know, when you come in, you're fully onboarded. I highly, highly encourage you to apply. If you've, if you've applied in the past and you've been sitting on the sideline and, you know, telling yourself that it's, well, you know, I, one more deal or, you know, not the right time. Just remember this, nobody in GoBundance that I know has time to be in GoBundance and never is it the right time uh, as far as, you know, all the things we have going on. And if there's anyone out there that's a high achiever, which most people listen to this podcast are, that thinks that there's a point at which they get slow and have the, the time, quote unquote, to commit to something like you're just lying to yourself. I know I've lied to myself a ton on that because I'm never not charging toward the next thing. Once level three is achieved, you go to level four. It's just the mindset that we have. And that's why you listen to this podcast. That's why you're attracted to this community or why you're in this community. So I hope you got value out of this focus, friendliness, and of course, uh, uh, friends, your friend, I'm sorry, fearlessness and friends. I just really, I'm like, that's not right. Focus, fearlessness, and friends, the three ways to F off 2023. Hope you're all having a great day. We'll talk soon. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Happy, happy holidays. Happy new year. Uh, if I don't get directly to speak to all of you and I'll talk to you soon.